uh, going to be a little different today. We're uh, basically going to spend a majority of our time uh, just looking back at all that the Lord has done this past year um, across our three locations, looking ahead to 2024 and what God has in store there. Uh, and then I'll end with it with a devotional thought. Uh, pertaining to this uh, next year that I hope for us to uh, be able to uh, uh, exemplify in our life. And so uh, it has been a good year uh, across the way. Uh, Before we dive in, you're going to see a ton of uh, uh, numbers um, and figures as we walk through uh, this uh, presentation. Uh, But I just want for us to, to know, number one, it's not all about numbers, you know, whenever uh, we, it comes to celebrating all that God's doing. Uh, but uh, every number represents a name. Uh, rep, every number represents a, a family. Uh, and so as you take a look at these numbers, you'll see, uh, man, all that, that God has done uh, and, uh, and we give him the glory for. And so with that being said, uh, this first slide that you see here, just want to start out with uh, uh, some scripture. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 through 21, um, uh, solid uh, uh, passage here uh, that the Apostle Paul writes uh, to the church in Ephesus. Um, uh, this is what he says. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever uh, and ever. Uh, amen. Uh, before we even jump in and celebrate all that God has done here at Tylertown across our Living Hope location, we've got to give honor and glory to, to where it's due. Uh, and that is the Lord, man. He is the one that deserves all the glory uh, and honor for all that he's done in our life personally, but all that he's done in the life of uh, the church here. Uh, and so uh, that's the first uh, uh, scripture I want us to highlight. But then the second one just uh, speaks to uh, my heart uh, and uh, and my heart for uh, us here at Tylertown. Philippians 1, verse 3 through 5. Uh, I'll read it. It says uh, this, Paul writing to the church at Philippi here. Uh, he says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. Always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all in view uh, of your participation in the gospel from the first day until uh, now. And so I I believe that's reflective of my heart in large. I I just want to say thank you. uh, Those that uh, uh, have uh, been participants right of uh, expanding God's kingdom uh, here uh, at Tylertown. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your investment. Uh, and know that uh, your work is not in vain. Uh, God has used it, and uh, and we've seen uh, him uh, use it to grow, uh, you know, his church uh, in large. And so I just want to say thank you. Uh, and to keep on keeping on, keep on serving, keep on investing, keep on uh, making the most of the time that you have here uh, at the church for his uh, glory. Keep on uh, keeping on. I'm so thankful for you. I speak on behalf of, uh, you know, our church staff. Uh, listen, we, we couldn't do the work of the, of the ministry uh, without you uh, in your investment. And so keep on uh, keeping on for uh, him. And so with that being said, we'll go ahead and start our uh, State of the Church address uh, and again, highlighting 2023, looking ahead to 2024. Uh, and then I'll have a brief devotional word. I want to start out uh, by uh, uh, reminding us of our purpose and mission. 
why we exist uh, as a church in large, right? Our purpose uh, as uh, uh, a campus of Living Hope, right, is to love God and to love people. We get that straight from Matthew chapter 22, uh, the great commandment uh, that uh, uh, Jesus shares with the uh, leader, religious leader at the time. He asks, hey, what's the greatest commandment? Jesus says, hey, it's love God with your whole self. And then also love uh, your neighbor. Second one is like it. And we exist to do that very thing, right? To grow in our love for God uh, and to grow in our love for people, which, by the way, I'll go ahead and say this free of charge. You can't do one without the other. You can't have one without the other. You can't say, uh, and listen to me, child of God, you can't say that you love God and you don't love uh, the people that are around you. Can't say that. And you can't say that you love people without loving God, right? Because God is love, man. He is what love exemplifies. And so you you can't truly love without knowing him. Uh, And so we've got to understand that these two commandments are inextricably linked. And the call for us is to walk in uh, both of them. That's why we uh, exist is to do that. And then you see our mission there, right, is to give hope uh, and to make uh, disciples, man, loving God and loving people. And our mission is to give hope and make disciples. I believe this to be true. I've said it many times, but I'll say it again. I believe uh, uh, in 2024, a church that chooses to uh, live their life inward, right, focused as a church inward, just focused on, hey, what we want uh, it being about us, right, is a church that God will render obsolete uh, in 2024. I, I truly believe that. Uh, the call for us, right, is to uh, to be a church. Right. Yes, that's growing. Right. And it is worshiping corporately, doing life together uh, corporately, but also is focused on living life outside of these walls for uh, him. That's focused on giving hope to those that are uh, hopeless and broken in and around us. Uh, and so the call for us, right, our mission is to give hope. A uh, great example of us being able to do that was just a couple of weeks ago with this tornado that hit, uh, right, uh, seeing our church family come together, man, and to supply, to give supplies and to literally give hope, man, to those that were hopeless and broken um, in our uh, community, man. That's what we want to continue to do in this next year. And then forthright to, to um, make disciples, uh, give hope and to make uh, disciples. We get that straight from the Great Commission. We want to continue to see folks growing in the Lord, uh, becoming, man, uh, 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 more developed disciples of Jesus Christ, man, that are growing in him, walking in him, and are choosing to, therefore, man, go and invest in uh, others, man, so that they can be disciples for him. Uh, in a context like this, with families with a lot of young kids, man, hey, you've got ready-made uh, 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 disciple make, uh, you know, uh, folks that can be made disciples in, uh, your family. Folks that you can invest in, kids that you, uh, your kids that you can pour into and invest in. Uh, the call for us is to do, uh, that. That, uh, is why we exist and, and, and what we do, man, is love God, love people, give hope, uh, and make disciples. And so with that being said, just some things to celebrate in 2023. Uh, you'll see them on, uh, the screen here. Uh, the first thing, right, speaking to the loving God piece. What can we celebrate, uh, from this past year? Loving God, right? Uh, we can celebrate worship attendance growth. Now, this time last year, we've grown, you know, uh, by close to 60 folks uh, here at Tylertown, man. Praise the Lord uh, for uh, that. Uh, you know, those of you who, who were here with us, 
uh, some in the fall, man, when we were at two services, that 930 service, it was great, man, to be packed in here, but it was getting uncomfortably full, if you know what I'm saying. And so we had to move to a third service, uh, and we've seen the Lord honor that uh, with uh, continued growth there, new families being uh, reached and connected with uh, and seeing folks growing in uh, him in worship attendance. So you see that there? You see uh, our, our growth across all three locations uh, in large. And then lastly, uh, growth in our worship team uh, here. Brother Ryan Ladley, guy that led worship today, um, uh, man, he's done a great job uh, recruiting and building our worship team here. Uh, uh, the folks that led, uh, here's several uh, uh, folks that have just come on this fall. Uh, we've grown in, um, you know, our servant volunteers in the back running tech uh, and slides and such back there. And so Ryan uh, has done a great job. He also oversees our youth, and we've seen some growth there. Him and his wife, uh, Meg, have really poured in and invested there. So just, uh, man, want to give him uh, give him a shout. I think I see his spiky hair back there, Ryan. Yes, sir. Shout out to you, brother. Appreciate your uh, investment here. And so, uh, man, we celebrate that. Uh, we celebrate uh, uh, that piece. And so uh, next slide you'll see. Uh, loving uh, people, uh, loving people, right? Uh, what we can celebrate from this last year and the ways that we were able to, uh, man, to, to provide for folks in need, to, uh, to bless our, our community. Uh, you see the slides there. Um, the first thing, right, $60,000 given to tornado relief across our three locations. Um, uh, whenever the tornado hit a couple of weeks ago, offered the challenge to give to a uh, tornado relief fund, and we've seen uh, you guys uh, be generous with that and give uh, there. Uh, with that money, we were able to pay a $2,500 deductible to Mount Olive Baptist Church. Mount Olive Baptist Church uh, it was right off Needmore Road, was totally decimated uh, by the tornado. We were able to pay their deductible for them to begin rebuilding um, uh, their church and uh, to move towards having worship again. Uh, we were able to pay a $2,500 deductible to the Linville family, family out of our uh, Dunbar Cave campus uh, that uh, lost everything. Their house was hit, was a direct hit. Uh, from the tornado, we were able to bless them with what was given to that tornado relief fund. Uh, you see there, we're able to give out $5,000 worth of gift cards uh, uh, to those that were in need in our community here. Uh, if you didn't know, we set up a, uh, we were a relief center here uh, at Tylertown, and we had many families come in, and we were able to bless those uh, that lost everything. Uh, folks coming in, broken up, beat up, we were able to bless them, uh, give out over $5,000 worth of gift cards. Uh, we were able to write a $5,000 check to YAPAC Ministries. Uh, it's a ministry that's uh, local here that's on the front lines, assisting in, uh, uh, providing uh, help, relief, supplies to those that, are, um, uh, that were in need during this tornado and just folks that are struggling in large. Uh, and so we were able to bless them. We were able to give away a th thousands of supplies just out of this uh, area here. Um, our relief center, those of you who came during the time we had it open, I mean, it was uh, packed out in here um, uh, full of supplies. And we were able to give away thousands of supplies, able to give away a th you know, over a thousand hot meals uh, in a five-day span to those that were in need. Uh, and then lastly, just want to say thanks again, right, over a 100 volunteers um, over a two-week period. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that uh, we're able to volunteer your time and services to uh, to serve those that were hurting in uh, our community. So we celebrate uh, that. I, I just want to go ahead and say this. This, um, you know, when we look at stuff like this, you know, we assume that uh, every church, every context is uh, is doing this. But but the reality is that that, that sadly isn't true. Uh, it isn't true. 
Uh, and so, man, I just want to say thank you for your uh, obedience. Thank you for your willingness, right, your heart to, to uh, want to step in to meet the needs of other people, choosing to put uh, uh, others uh, above yourself, ahead of yourself, man, and to serve uh, the Lord uh, and the church in this way. And so uh, that loving people piece, man, we celebrate what God was, uh, is doing uh, there. Uh, next slide, you'll see. Uh, giving hope, all right? Give hope. Uh, this past year, uh, just financially, we're able to see a uh, uh, pretty substantial uh, growth in our general fund giving across all three locations. We grew, we've grown in general fund giving here at Tylertown as well, uh, and so we celebrate that. Thankful for that. Uh, benevolence, we're able to give thousands. Um, you know, of dollars to help those that are in need. Clarksville, man, there's a lot of need here, in case you didn't know. A lot of need. Uh, one in six people go hungry, man. A lot of folks have been struggling to make ends meet. It's expensive to live uh, in today's world, man. Don't, don't take it for granted, by the way, man, the blessings that you have uh, to, uh, to be able to uh, live the way that you do. Uh, it's tough to live. And so we were able to bless, man, many uh, in our community that uh, were struggling uh, with benevolence funds. We were able to host two Mana Mobile Food Pantries um, at our Sango location, provide uh, uh, groceries uh, to over 300 families both times. Uh, and so we praise God for that. Uh, and then we were able to provide service to, to our public schools in our uh, in our city, man. Super thankful uh, for uh, that, uh, being able to go in, provide meals for teachers, being able to go in, share the gospel. We went to Northeast beginning of the year, you know, provide burgers for the teachers. Prince was like, hey, man, you can share whatever you want. I said, hey. You ain't got to tell me twice. You got to share the gospel, man, with all the teachers, all the faculty that were there, man. Open doors. God's opening doors uh, in some of our uh, schools here in uh, the county to be able to, to uh, uh, meet needs, yes, and to encourage, but also to share uh, the hope of Jesus. And so we're, we're thankful for that, man, that giving hope uh, piece. You see the next slide? Right, uh, uh, a continuation of our giving hope piece uh, here. Uh, we, we support 10 different mission partners. Right, as a uh, Living Hope Church across our three locations, uh, we got three international partners. Um, MVN stands for um, uh, Mission Voice Network. They're located uh, east of here. Um, uh, you know, uh, we won't disclose the location, but they're located east of here. Uh, our Chosen Children's out of uh, Nicaragua. Um, uh, is a ministry that we support as well. And then uh, Ethnos 360, which is located in uh, Papua New Guinea, looking to reach the unreached people out there. Uh, because of your giving, right, we're able to support these uh, uh, mission partners. And then the seven local ones that you see uh, there, Yapax and Mana Cafe, you, we've already talked to, you may be familiar with. But also Hope Pregnancy, right, is a ministry here locally that uh, ministers to ladies that, uh, you know, uh, going through teen pregnancy or, or unwanted pregnancy, uh, walking with them uh, uh, biblically through, right, to the value of children um, uh, and how, uh, you know, uh, there are ways that their child could be taken care of. Abortion doesn't have to be the way. Uh, and so an awesome ministry, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, is a local ministry located in high schools. We, we've got some fo uh, some students that are involved with that, one student in particular that's involved in one here at Northeast High School. Um, uh, we support them. CEF, which is a, uh, a ministry similar to FCA, but uh, is elementary school-based, and uh, um, we uh, they go into elementary schools and uh, share the gospel with kids. And then BCM, which is our collegiate ministry, um, which is uh, located at Austin P. Uh, State University. 
Uh, and then you see, right, your giving goes towards us being able to support Baptist mission, mission causes um, all uh, um, across the world. Uh, diff- uh, IMB, International Mission Board, North American Mission Board, um, are different uh, uh, Lighty Moon Christmas offering and other things uh, there. And so, uh, again, all that to say, thank you for your giving. Uh, thank you for your giving uh, and your investment um, uh, here in the life of uh, Living Hope, Tyler Town. And so, um, uh, with that being said, the next slide, uh, the Make Disciples uh, piece. You see some numbers there, man. We we celebrate. Um, all that God uh, um, has done this past year, you see that uh, baptisms. I actually need to change that. I made made uh, uh, meant to mention that uh, 8:45. I shared we actually had 112. We're supposed to have one come today. Uh, she wasn't able to come, um, but, but that's all right. I just got a little excited, so I went ahead and just added it there. So she's coming soon. So we'll just you know we'll add it there. But uh, you see the breakdown of it. 32 uh, here at Tylertown. Praise be to uh, to God for that. Um, uh, folks coming to faith, uh, folks taking their uh, first step uh, in their discipleship uh, and them coming forward for baptism, letting the world know that they belong to him. Uh, and so we celebrate uh, that. Uh, next, you see, right, uh, the Make Disciples piece, we officially la- launched at Dunbar Cave, our Dunbar Cave location, located in the central part of town, uh, led by Pastor Blake Allen. Uh, he and his family are there. Uh, launched uh, Easter this year, and man, they're reaching a uh, community for Christ, and so we're super thankful uh, for them. It's super interesting, we talk about this a lot, um, that uh, now that we've got three locations, um, you know, even though, right, we're united, we're part of the Living Hope family, it's interesting the uh, uniqueness of each of the locations. Um, right, which is it's you know just simply saying that it's doing uh, we're doing the job uh, you know fulfilling really the purpose of uh, these campuses, reaching specific contexts right uh, for uh, the gospel, uh, and we're seeing it expressed in folks that are coming. Uh, like here, man, majority of our context here, military families because of where we're located. Uh, Dunbar Cave, you know, they've got uh, younger families, college because they're right near uh, the college. Um, uh, and so, you know, it, it's cool to see the uniqueness uh, of our different campuses and how God is reaching a whole city. Which I'll go ahead and say this free of charge, too. You, you know that Tallatown isn't just the only place in Clarksville, right? Uh, you, you know that there are other uh, parts of uh, the city uh, and uh, the hope right of living hope in large is to reach a whole city for Jesus. That's why we launched these campuses in the first place. And we're seeing a whole city reached based on what we see here on the numbers. We're seeing a whole city reached for uh, him. And so, man, we praise God for uh, that. Uh, going back to Tylertown, though, we see that we started five new family groups. So we praise God for that. Uh, five new family groups. That's an answer to prayer, really. Uh, and so shout out to Pastor Greg. He's not here today. He's not feeling well. Uh, but uh, he leads out in our family group ministry. Uh, we've been able to see five new family groups launched out. And so we praise God for that. Uh, we've also seen growth in men's and women's ministries. Uh, and so in ter- uh, our men's Bible study meets Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Pastor Greg leads that. Thankful for him. And then our women's ministry, Sister Alyssa uh, Lord, who actually is not here either. She's not feeling well either. Um, she leads our women's Bible study um, that uh, meets uh, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and is doing a great job leading our women's ministry. So uh, so we're thankful uh, for them uh, and their ministry and impact. And then last thing, I didn't add it on there, uh, but part of the Make a Disciples piece, we've been able to send out, right, uh, 50 to 60 folks. Uh, from here uh, to their next uh, season of life, obviously because of uh, uh, us being heavy military, 
got a lot of folks that are here uh, for just a short season. Uh, and so what we try to do is uh, celebrate them by commissioning to send them out, right? So yes, y- yes, the government is moving them, right? Uh, their job is moving them. But, hey, the Lord's also moving them. He's sovereign over all, man. He's in control. And so they're, we're sending them out as missionaries into their next season of life. And, and uh, we've been able to, to send 50 to 60 folks out um, uh, to uh, their next duty station or their next season uh, in life. Uh, in ministry, and uh, it's been neat to be able to see what God has done in their life and how he's used them. Uh, and so, man, glory glory be to God. Uh, glory be to God for all that he uh, has done this past year. As we put a bow on uh, the year, man, I'm just thankful for all that he has done. Uh, but Brother Adam, he's just getting started, man. I'm pumped for 2024. Pumped for 2024. Uh, and I hope you are uh, too uh, this morning. Uh, and so with that being said, the next slide there, you see the budget breakdown for 2024. Uh, you can also see this in the booklet that you received when you came in, right? Uh, uh, just highlights uh, the overall budget. You see that total number there, $2 million. Say, Pastor Herb, is that just for Tyler Town? No, it's not. It's all Living Hope family. Um, Tyler Town Church, we are a budget line in the Living Hope uh, church budget. Uh, and so, um, uh, so yeah, uh, you see that, that budget line. We are in the, um, uh, we, I believe we're in the uh, make disciples line. I, I could be mistaken, but, uh, but we're a budget line in, uh, the, uh, the overall budget, uh, there. And so you see that breakdown and, and how, uh, the monies, um, you know, is, uh, is being, di- uh, dis- distributed. Uh, and so with that being said, the next slide, Vision for this next year. Vision for this next year. Our disciple-making vision, uh, right, as a uh, church family, right, are uh, four things. Prayer, man, read the Bible, recurring giving, and invest and invite. I want to start out with the first thing, prayer. Uh, we want to grow um, as a church in prayer. Uh, personally, right, to grow in prayer, but also corporately grow uh, in prayer. Man, prayer is uh, very important. Uh, matter of fact, it's been said prayer is uh, the work. Uh, nothing happens, man, when we choose to neglect prayer. Uh, and so uh, we want to be folks that grow in prayer. And so you'll see uh, some tweaks, uh, uh, you know, in how service is rolling in the days, weeks and months ahead. Uh, but also just one practical way that we're looking to uh, uh, heighten the importance of prayer is uh, first Sundays. Uh, uh, starting uh, next week, uh, every first Sunday of the month, with the exception of June and July, uh, we uh, were having our first, uh, what we're calling first Sundays, where um, uh, we're going to meet together uh, at our Sango campus and have a, uh, a special prayer and worship service, inviting folks to come uh, and pray. Um, and just seek the heart of God, ask for him to, to move and, and work in our life, ask for him to move and work in our city. Uh, and so you make plans, uh, you and your family make plans to join us uh, for those dates. We'll have those dates. Um, they should actually be in, in that booklet uh, that you received when you came in. Uh, but we're looking forward to uh, that. Next uh, thing is this, man. We want, hey, we want to grow in a reading of the scriptures. Right, uh, man, I, I tell you, I, I want to be known as a church that uh, uh, was like the church in the first century uh, in Berea, where it says that, man, after they heard uh, the word of the Lord, it said that they went back and studied the scriptures themselves, man, to make sure that the preacher wasn't preaching no foolishness, but also, man, because they love the word. 
I want us to be known as a church that doesn't just get in the word on Sunday morning when they come to hear a sermon and that's it. Uh, we need to grow in, right, our personal uh, devotion uh, to the word, man. And this this next year, we're going to focus on, right, us reading uh, the Bible. We already send out five-day-a-week devotionals um, that you can receive via email. You can sign up for those by going on our website. Uh, but also we'll have other resources available this upcoming year uh, for you to be able to intentionally get in uh, the Scripture. It, it, it By the way, it, it takes intentionality. To get into the word. It's not going to happen just by osmosis. Can I go ahead and say this for your charge too? Your life isn't going to get any less busy, if you will, until you get close to me or perhaps you get close to retirement age, but then you might want to be rolling around. And so what you need to do, right, what we need to do, I have myself in this, what we need to do, right, is to, man, intentionally carve out time. Man, to get along with God and spend time in his word. Make it a priority in our life. Make it a priority. Uh, reading uh, the scriptures. Uh, third thing you see there is recurring giving. You say, Pastor, why, why is this on there? Re- re- recurring giving. Um, I don't know about you, man, but uh, I, I struggle to. to uh, I, well, I fall victim a lot of times to uh, uh, the struggle of uh, forgetfulness. If I don't have something automated, you know, then Brother Brandon, a bill isn't gonna get paid. I've actually had that happen before. It'll show up to my house, flip on the light. Oh, the light's not on. Oh, I forgot to pay the bill. Didn't, didn't put it on, auto, you know, automated pay. Right. Same thing applies right to our giving to the Lord. Man, this next year we're challenging folks, man. We're t- challenging all of us right to set up recurring giving. Uh, you know, you can go online uh church.org forward slash give where you normally give. And if you haven't set it up already, you can set up recurring giving where uh, how, you know, uh, based on the frequency you, you want to uh, to give. Uh, per month, you could set it up, man, to give to uh, the Lord. For me, I say I've got it set up every single week, man. Hey, I've got a portion of what, hey, you know, what I've got uh, uh, d- uh, subtracted right from my bank account, taken away uh, to, for me to give to uh, the Lord. Uh, and, and like we say, right, giving uh, is uh, so important. So important because, uh, man, it's a continuation of our worship. We give because God gave us the greatest gift, uh, that being himself. And so uh, since it's important, we ought to prioritize it. And the way that we can prioritize it is by set up, setting up reoccurring uh, uh, giving. So we're challenging folks in this next year to do that. And then fourthly and lastly, right, uh, we want to continue to challenge folks to invest and uh, invite. Uh, invest, man, in the work and the ministry here uh, at Tyler Town. You may say, Pastor Irv, I'm only here six months. It's true. Military context, hey, like I said, majority of our folks, I would venture to say 80% of our folks that come here are only here for a season and then they're on somewhere else, going somewhere else. Well, can I challenge you? Hey, with the time that you got here, no matter how long it is, man, can I challenge you to make the most of it by getting invested in the life of the church here? Make the most of it, man, by choosing, hey, to serve uh, the Lord, uh, man, by choosing to get plugged in, man, and, uh, and and inviting folks, man, to come to know him, to choose to invest by giving, uh, right, to build God's kingdom. Man, can I challenge you to make the most of the time uh, that you've got here, man, invest, invest. It's worth investing, man. Hey, no greater thing. Right, that we can do, man, than to build God's kingdom together. Because at the end of the day, hey, it's eternal. It's eternal. 
And so, man, man, we choose to invest. Then lastly, we see, man, we want folks to continue to invite folks to come know him. I I am still a firm believer in the power of the church invite. I'm a product of it. Maybe you are, too. I didn't grow up going to church. I didn't grow up with a, a Christian heritage. Got invited to church when I was a teenager. Man, heard the gospel, got saved. Man, and my life has forever been changed. Man, hey, there's so many people that are just like me. Man, that you work around. Man, that you frequent with, that are just waiting for an invite, man, to come to church. And I encourage you, man, this next year to choose to invite folks to come to uh, church. And then the last slide that you see here, and then I'll share my uh, devotional thought here. Uh, 2024 uh, vision, the all-in vision piece. We're in the middle of uh, all-in campaign. Our all-in campaign uh, consists of the four C's, all-in for Christ. Clarksville, children in the church. Um, you see the uh, all envision piece there as a church in large, what we're focusing on this next year. Uh, the children piece launched, Sango Learning Center. Um, Tyler Town Learning Center has gone well, right? We've had some, uh, you know, some, uh, uh, some tough waters early on, but uh, we've waded our way through them. Uh, and, uh, and we've seen that, uh, um, child care is such a big need across our city, uh, that we feel led to launch a uh, learning center down at our Sango campus. Uh, and so, uh, that'll be launching out here in the next few months. Uh, and so we're excited about that. Uh, our Clarksville All In Vision Peace, man, we want to help 30 families with housing assistance. Uh, we were able to bless our community, you know, during this, uh, tornado in the short term, but the work's just getting started. Uh, a lot of folks are still in need, and so, man, as a church family, we, we want to help, um, you know, with the housing assistance, help at least 30 families out. Uh, and then the church uh, piece, uh, you see that last uh, statement there, help raise $9 million for Hope Park and church building uh, at, uh, at Sango. Um, just an update, those of you who may not know, our Sango campus, they were gifted 13 acres uh, of land, right? In this um, economy context, you know, there's uh, a generous uh, man that, that gifted them 13 acres of land. And so the Lord has um, led us as a church in large to, uh, uh, to put a park for the community down there. Uh, but also in time to build a, uh, um, a church building. And so, um, and so we're moving forward towards that. Uh, and so you may say, Pastor, well, you know, what does that mean for, you know, for us here on uh, the north side uh, of town? Well, uh, that just means as we continue to move forward with this, right, the further along we, we move in, um, you know, uh, getting towards building the whole park and church building, the further, you know, the closer we get, I should say, uh, to us being able to build a building here um, uh, on our side of uh, town. Uh, and so pray with us, man. Pray that, hey, there'd be a generous giver, you know, that would give us uh, uh, acreage of land um, here uh, in our Tyler Town community, man. Pray for that. We see some places for sale, but, uh, you know, things are just so expensive right now. Uh, and so uh, pray that God would open a door for us to move uh, in that direction. Uh, and so that, that's our vision. That's where we're going this next year. Excited for what the Lord has in store. Uh, when it comes to us here at Tylertown, hey, we're still going to continue to worship the Lord. Still going to exalt Him. Uh, hey, we're, we're still going to be folks that uh, continue to serve Him uh, without uh, uh, excuse. Uh, we're still going to be folks that, uh, man, look to live life, man, reaching others, 
right? Inviting folks to come uh, uh, to, to church and to come to Christ. Uh, and we're still going to be folks that look to live life outward. Um, we're going to have events here in our parking lot looking at uh, uh, what an Easter event would look like uh, for our community here. Obviously, um, uh, during the fall, uh, having a trunk or treat event and working through that as well. And so uh, we're excited for what, uh, what the Lord has in store for uh, us in the next year. Right, and so with that being said, uh, just real quick, um, uh, Psalm chapter 115. Psalms chapter 115 is, is uh, as we prepare to close today, um, passage that the Lord put on my heart, perhaps my favorite passage in all of, of Scripture, uh, just really, um, I believe, in, in uh, man, shares my heart and what I hope for this next year for us. Um, you know, a phrase that's really been brought to life um, is the phrase, uh, more of him and, and less of uh, of us, uh, more of more of the Lord and less of us. Um, I think of John the Baptist, you know, whenever, uh, you know, he's asked, man, about who uh, the Christ is. You know, some folks may have thought that he was the Christ. And and uh, even though he was doing a lot of great ministry, he shrinks and he says, you know what? Hey, it's this it's ain't about me, uh, man. And he says in John three thirty, look, hey, I need to decrease so that he talking about Christ may increase. Uh, and, and that's really my hope and prayer for us this year is that that reality, more of, of him, uh, more of Christ being exalted in our life and, and less of uh, us. Uh, and Psalm 115, the psalmist, I believe, man, does a good job of exemplifying that. And so uh, Psalm chapter 115, verses 1 through 11, I'm going to read, uh, just share a couple of quick thoughts and, uh, uh, and we'll be done today. This is what the word of the Lord uh, says. It says this, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name uh, give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nation say, where is their God? Our God is in heaven and he does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak. Eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear. Noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel. Feet. But do not walk and do not they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. So oh Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Oh, house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. More of him and less of uh, us. I love that quote from Tim Keller that says, there's nothing that makes you more miserable or less interesting in life than self-absorption. Man, that is so true. The psalmist here we see in Psalm 115 gives right to credence and credit to the only one who is worthy uh, of it, that being the Lord. And, And Scholars aren't specifically sure uh, when the psalm was written or the context of it, but uh, many believe that it was during a difficult time that the Lord was able to uh, uh, get the people of Israel, man, out of uh, uh, the struggle that they uh, were in. And he gives credence and credit to the only one who is worthy of it. We see him demonstrate uh, this truth of living a life that was more Right, uh, about folks and then giving more glory to God and less about 
himself. What does that look like for us? How do we live lives in 2024 emanating this truth? Uh, How do we live lives showcasing right uh, uh, that statement, man, more of him and less of uh, me based on what we see here in uh, the text? The first way we do that is remember uh, that there's no one like the Lord, our uh, God. Remember that there's no one like uh, him. Uh, the psalmist says, man, why do these nations make fun of our God? Ask where he is, right? And he says, let me go ahead and tell. Hey, our God is in heaven and he does what he pleases, right? There is no one that is like him. There is no one great like him. And for us to be able to be folks that magnify him, right, and live a life that declares that, hey, we want less of us and more of him, we've got to understand who he truly is. He's our friend, but he's more than just our buddy, man. He is Yahweh God over uh, the heavens. Yes, he is near to us. He is closer than he is a brother, but he's also the sovereign king of the universe who is over all mankind. And we've got to remember that there is no one like him. And the fact that we can even uh, have the opportunity to come before him, man, is a blessing which he, man, allowed for us to have right through Jesus's finished work on uh, the cross. Uh, and so we've got to have right the right picture and the right understanding of who God uh, is uh, and choose to testify to his greatness. Man, we've got to understand that uh, it's not just another day in the office, but it's a miracle when somebody comes uh, to faith in Jesus. Right. We don't take that for granted. It's a miracle when somebody hears the gospel and is saved. It's a miracle when one grows in the Lord. Right. It's a miracle. When somebody answers your invite and comes to church, it's a miracle when the light bulb goes off in your kid's mind and they get the gospel, man, and and they respond to it. Man, it's a miracle all from, man, the working of this great God. We've got to remember that there is no one like him. Jeremiah 10, verse 6 says it like this. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great. And your name is great in might. We've got to remember that there's no one like the Lord our God. Secondly, uh, quickly, right, how do we live lives showcasing, man, this statement, more of God and less of uh, us. Man, we've got to choose to remove the idols that may threaten. Right, the psalmist goes on to describe, right, these handcrafted idols that these foreign nations were worshiping. Right, uh, and he goes on to describe in detail. I wish we had time to talk through some of these things. Right. But he goes on to make statements like, hey, hey, they they have ears, but cannot hear. Right. Well, we know that our God isn't like that. Bible says in Psalm 34, man, that he he, that our God hears our cries and he responds to them, says that, hey, they have mouths, but cannot speak. We know that our God isn't like that. He spoke and all things came to be. Uh, We know that that's our God. It says that, man, our God. Right. He had, uh, you know, they're false gods. They have noses, but but can't smell. Well, we know that our God, right, uh, sees our sacrifice uh, of praise and worship and living life for him. Uh, He sees it as a pleasing aroma is what it's described as in the scripture uh, to uh, him. Right there is, again, no one that compares to him. And so as a result of that, in 2024, we've got to choose to be folks that remove the idols that may be creeping up in our life, man, and, and may want to take, right, first place. That rightly belongs to the Lord our God. One to take the the throne room of our heart that only belongs to one, that being uh, the Lord. What are those idols in your life? You may say, Pastor Irv, hey, I I, I don't have a little Buddha that's 
sitting up in my house. Man, I don't have a, I don't have a carved image that was available for sale at Dolly World when we went there last year as a family. I, I don't have one of those things. You may not, but hey, you have a cell phone. Hey, that could easily become an idol in your life. You've got, hey, you've got a family. That could easily become an idol in your life if you're not careful. Great thing, but could easily become an idol. Work could become an idol. Hey, you got to be careful, man, hey, to choose to remove those idols or, hey, to reconfigure, right? Family's a great thing. Work's a great thing. But you got to choose, hey, to reconfigure and say, hey, hey, those things are great, but, but they aren't worthy of my worship. Hello. There's only one who is, and it's the Lord. Man, and choose to put God first in your life and worship him. I'll leave you with this. I love what one quote said. Famous theologian said it like this. He said, hey, there's no power that's found within the handcrafted idol. Hey, but that handcrafted idol has the power to destroy its worshiper if they let it. Hey, be careful what you choose, man, to hey, to worship, to follow. Man, if it's an idol, man, it's got the power to destroy you. So choose to let it go, man, and choose to put God first this year. Move the idols that may threaten. Then thirdly and lastly, hey, choose to run to uh, the Lord. Verses 9 through 11, man, it's, it's this call, it's this plea, it's this challenge, right? Hey, trust in Him. Trust in Him because of the corruptibility of idols. Hey, trust in the solid rock. Trust in Him. Put your whole trust in the Lord. Don't live your life to glorify yourself in 2024, but rather live to bring Him the glory by trusting him as it's been once said as it's once been said man god is most glorified in us man when we're most satisfied in him hey can you honestly say that you're satisfied in the lord god or can i just keep it 100 today or by the way that you're living your life he's more of just a crutch to get you where you need to go hey can you honestly say that you are satisfied in him able to worship him no matter hey the season of life hey able to serve him no matter the season of life man if not hey choose to run to him man more of him and less of us man is understanding number one that he's near to us and we can run to him in any season of life but understanding that he's worthy of worship and of service and of devotion no matter how we feel no matter what's going on in our life. No matter the trouble. So choose to run to Him. Man, my hope and prayer is that in 2024, man, more of Him and less of us. That's what I want in my life. That's what I want in my life. I know that, man, in order to continue to be the effective called preacher God that He's called for me to be, it's got to be more of Him and less of me. I know, hey, to, to, to be the uh, called Man of God, right? It's got to be more of him and less of me. Man, I hope that can ring, be rang true in your life as well.